Hi there, um, this is Nancy Miller with uh, My Creative Life and I'm doing another interview with my artist besties. Um, this is my friend Elena Goad and um, she's here, she's actually, well she's not here actually, she's in California and I'm talking to her via Skype and we're trying to do um, a podcast together. This is my first time and she was kind enough to be a guinea pig. Alright, so Elena, um, I guess let's start off with the first question. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? I am currently out in California. It's a brand new area, and I'm actually usually an East Coast girl, so it's uh, quite different. But there's all these new things that I can take pictures of, so I'm really loving it. Okay, so basically you're the kind of art you enjoy making is photography? Mostly at the moment, it is photography. Uh, I do a little bit of jewelry making when I get the time as well. Some painting, stuff like that. But really, at the moment, I enjoy photography the most. And then you also have your own um, side business in social media. Can you tell us a little bit about that? I do. At the moment, I am working as a site moderator and I also do social media management. Okay, what is social media management? I always find that interesting. You get a lot of people, it's like the buzzword these days and they're like, I'm a social media manager and I really honestly wonder what is that? Social media management, it's mostly going off of Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. It centers on making people more marketable to get their following up, get their names out, get their brand out. Um, a lot of it tends to be cleanup work, uh, especially on some of their personal accounts because, you know, as, as everything is growing, people are becoming more aware and they're going, oh man, I should find out who runs this company and take a look at seeing if they have a Facebook page and if that person has their personal Facebook page and it's open and they're posting stuff that people don't agree with, mm. it can actually hurt their business as well. Gotcha. So a lot of it is clean up and making that image right as well as their business image too. Oh, great. Well, thank you for explaining that. That was something that I find a vague concept, but I see that constantly nowadays. Um, so the next question I wanted to ask you, um, when is the first time you remember, like, creating art? I was always a pretty artistic kid. We, me and my uh, two older sisters, that was kind of the thing that we would get to bond with, is we would go and, well coloring. I wasn't a very good color. I didn't like to stick to the lines. And uh, lines are for regular people. But uh, yeah, it was it was a lot of just regular art like that, just coloring in stuff, drawing. As I got older, we got into the messy arts, like trying to do pottery, which was always a mixed bag. And that was, that was pretty much it. Gotcha. Regular stuff. Gotcha. So can you tell us a little bit about why you, you know, it seems like, I, because I've been on your Instagram feed, and can you give us your um, handle for Instagram? Is Heathen's Eyes. 
H-E-A-T-H-E-N-S-E-Y-E-S. Okay, because I've really enjoyed your photography there, and I just wondered why you kind of gravitated towards that medium for your art making. I just, I, photography is something that I picked up uh, within the last few years. Um, like when I was younger, it wasn't something I ever did just on my own. It was a regular medium that I chose to do with. Um, and especially since I came out to California, it's just something that I've started to enjoy more and more. Great. And so, like, your subject matter, um, why do you choose the subject matter? Can you tell us a little bit about the subject matter that you choose for your photography? Yeah, I like to take nature shots. Um, so I like to go on walks, and it'll be kind of random, so I'll just be walking past something, and I'll go, ooh, that's pretty. And that's pretty much what I take pictures of is anything that catches my eye. And sometimes it works out really well, and sometimes... I don't post those pictures when it doesn't work out so well. Gotcha. So can you tell us a little bit about some artists that inspire you for your work? I was, I see, I didn't get into photography until recently, but I always used to be a National Geographic fan mm -hmm. and always like to follow a lot of the, uh, just... I always like natural shots, you know, the surroundings and animals, and it was just something pretty and really calming, so I can't really remember one off the top of my head, because before it was, if I was looking at stuff, it used to be like, you know, artists and painters and stuff like that, like I was always a big fan of Van Gogh, and photography was just always something that's kind of like now when I take pictures, I'm like, ooh, I really like this. Gotcha. And then I was wondering, how do you stay motivated to keep taking photos and keep making art? Uh, photos, photos is actually something that's kind of relaxing, partially probably because it's something that I do when I go out for a walk, so I get away from everything, and it's just a chance to relax and calm down and take a break from the day. Uh, it tends to be a little bit more hectic whenever I do something like jewelry making mm -hmm. because I'm actually coming up with a product then, so I tend to be a little bit more stressed towards making something that's more appealing mm -hmm. um, on like a marketing scale, although I never sell my stuff. I always tend to give them as gifts instead. But, um, yeah, photography is just something that's really relaxing for me. Gotcha. Okay, I won't take it personally that I haven't received any jewelry from you. I'm <laughs> just kidding. That's okay. That's all right. No, I never wear jewelry anyway, so it's not a – but I'm sure it's beautiful work. Um, I also wanted to ask you, um, so what are you currently working on? Um, Photography-wise? or I guess in general, like, what what is really, you know, just – you know, everybody kind of has their thing, and, and, you know, it evolves, it changes, but I guess at this time, at this moment, what are you currently focused on? Um, at the moment, I'm actually trying to plan a trip out to the Sequoia National Forest. Ooh. It's probably about 45 minutes to an hour, but it's like an 
see if I can get some good shots in. There's actually a couple of other places that I've scouted out that's within about an hour to two hours since me that seem like there would be some really lovely places to get some good pictures from. Um, and then I'm also working on uh, trying to figure out woodworking currently. Hmm, okay. results with that. Gotcha, gotcha. Sorry, you're kind of breaking up a little bit, just FYI. Um, so it, it seems to be clearing up now. What is your uh, favorite place to see art? I actually really like to go to museums when I can get a chance to. Um, I like to look at stuff where it's somewhere that I can just take time and look at everything and take it in and not get rushed. Gotcha. Is there any recent, um, like, museum visits you've had that were just, you know, or an exhibit that you saw that you really, really motivated you, inspired you? Um, there was, let me think of There was the museum over, and I can't remember the name off the top of my head, it's the one downtown in Savannah. Oh, the Telfair? When they were, the new one, the... The Jepson? Yeah, I think the Jepson. But they, um, they had, I think, the little Monet's that they did. I think it was the Monet's, which Monet's another one of my favorite painters. Gotcha. So... I really like that. It was just nice to get to see the little ones, and the Jessup's just really lovely anyway. Yeah, it's it's a beautiful museum, and it's fun to kind of walk around, and surprisingly, they get some good, they have some good collections, uh, as far as works in their collection, a lot of, some modern work, and then I like the fact that you go over to the Telfair, and you can kind of see more of the traditional art pieces, so it's a good museum. Mm-hmm. So the next question is, what is the most indispensable item that you use to make art? Would probably be my phone for <laughs> photography because that's everything I take pictures of is just off of my phone. Um, so without the phone, I wouldn't be able to do much at all with that. Gotcha. And what kind of phone are you using? It's an LG um, I unfortunately don't remember what the name, what the, what the version of LG is, but the camera's actually pretty good with it, which is, I mean, most of the phone cameras are pretty phenomenal. I just lost ya. Uh-oh. I guess this is what happens when you experiment and you try to do a podcast. Okay. Oh, you're back. Okay. I was like, oh, there's dead airspace. Where'd she go? Um, yeah, that's that's the thing is everything I do is kind of based off of my phone. It's, it's my lifeline to everything. If I'm doing work, it's usually going to be. years ago because you can have 
a 10, 16 megapixel camera just on your phone. So when you, you're doing close-up shots, like, which is what most of my Instagram feed is, is it's, it's perfect mm-hmm. for it. Gotcha. Yeah. I've, I've been playing around with my phone to take like product shots and things like that. And I'm like, I've just relied on it so heavily because it's just so much easier because you're pushing, if you are doing social media with your own artwork, you're pushing it anyways, a lot of times through your phone. And what I've been doing is I basically import it into my iMac, do the Photoshop color corrections, resize whatever I need it. And then I just send it back to my phone or upload it to my phone and then push it out. I mean, that's probably, I don't know if that's the most efficient way to do it, but I, I prefer, I don't know, using Photoshop. Do you use any certain apps or things like that as far as if you're doing, um, I don't know, for color corrections or doing things like that or just using the built-in camera on the phone? Usually I just use the built-in camera on the phone, and that's pretty much it. Um, If it was, depending on what the lighting situation was outside, sometimes I'll tweak the colors just so you can actually not get blinded by the sun like we're out in california so mm-hmm. it is incredibly bright gotcha all the time unless you decide to do something later on in the evenings or else really really early in the morning so sometimes i'll have to tweak lighting just because of the fact that otherwise you won't get any definition at all gotcha all right so the last question i'm going to ask you is like one of those deep questions okay so it goes at the end of your life you've made and taken all the photos and art that you've wanted and you've lived a full life if there could be nothing left behind of your existence but a note you've written with three final truths what would those truths be um three final truths would be that I don't know. That is so hard to say. Um, I would say that one would be that money really isn't happiness. I mean, it does provide for a lot and it does make things so much easier, but you get so caught up in making money and just achieving what we think of is that goal that you forget to enjoy yourself. Mm. And I know I did the same thing with it is you just, you get so caught up in making it that you, you don't take time for you and you forget about the stuff that you enjoy or you don't want to try stuff because it means it takes away from time that you could be making money. And it just, doesn't work um another one is that you have to be happy with yourself before you can be happy with someone else um and the third would be that you should always try new things Even if you don't want to, sometimes Mm -hmm. you've got to push yourself outside of that comfort zone and open yourself up to something else. Because while you may not like it, you may have really enjoyed it and missed out on something wonderful. That's true. I mean, I, that's why I tried the podcasting thing. I was actually listening to 
some social media marketers and they're like, podcasts are like the next big thing because for most people you can listen to a podcast and then you can work on something else. But for me, as somebody who's pretty introverted, I would say I'm not really a very outgoing person. This is like perfect for me because I don't have to worry about how I look, what I'm wearing, and I get to talk to people that I like. And that's a big plus. I feel like it's like a win-win. I mean, it forces me to go ahead and make connections with my friends that maybe in the past that have just been so caught up in like making the like, hitting the like button, or, you know, putting something really like an emoji or something like that. And I go like, um, I don't know, that kind of engagement. Yeah, that's engagement. But like, I feel like the direction that I'm going in, I'm getting lazy. I think social media kind of puts you in the spot of like, man, I'll just text. I won't even bother to call that person. I'll just send them a quick text. If you're lucky, I find myself like, if from me, if you're getting a message from me, I'm like very like short, my spelling, you know, I think the things, the niceties and the, the pleasantries that we usually do that is customary with like this kind of interaction. I mean, you're on Skype. I can see you. I'm talking to you verbally. Like, like I, I, you, you get something more, a lot deeper. Like I couldn't ask by texting. It would be a lot, these 11 questions. So I feel like this has been a really nice medium for me to try. And I would even carry this over into my, into my classroom because I see where students are and they've been bombarded with just so social media. They're on their phones all the time. That little box captures their attention so much. I mean, it's really hard for them in my classroom, I go like, um, I think those devices, you know, you're really competing as a teacher with those devices for attention. And I kind of wonder if we'll get to a point in our culture where we go, you know, like you have to go out and work out, like you go for a walk or you have to intentionally purposely make that kind of time in your life. And I wonder if we'll have to do that with conversation or with making the required effort to really know people on a deeper level because social media allows you to kind of hide and kind of like take the easy way out in communicating with people. Cause it's like, it's great. I love technology. I mean, you mentioned you are a social media manager and it has a lot of plus sides, but I see as this generation, these younger kids are getting older, you know, I feel like they don't know anything different. And if you've been just trained to use that medium and like they're getting so complex with how you know how those algorithms and how they design these apps to engage your engage their audience and just kind of suck them in like I, I worry you know what what is our future going to be like are we going to really try to make those deeper connections that I think you get from conversation you know I don't know that's just me I just that's where I'm kind of seeing things yeah no it it, it does make sense and part of the problem is is that conversation, the ability to have a conversation with someone, it's a learned skill. It's something mm -hmm. that has to be practiced. Yes, I agree. And a lot of times, especially when you're typing out a message, whether it's like text or even an email, or if you're talking to somebody off of Instagram and you're instant messaging or whatever, you're not going to have these deep, meaningful conversations your answers are going to be shorter. You're going to be using text-to-speak. And your emotion won't come through with this. Yeah. I totally and agree. things are so 
easy to be misinterpreted. Like yeah. you could be making, you know, just a dry sense of humor and you could make a joke and somebody gets upset and you're like, oh, calm down. I, I didn't mean it like that. And if you'd had the conversation just verbally a lot of times with someone instead, then you convey so much more than you do if it's just via typing it out. Yeah, it's true. And I just feel like, you know, it's it's just so different these days. And um, I feel like I it just it's just different. <laughs> and I just I I just go back and forth because I, I really enjoy it because I love connecting with people, other artists that I normally would not have had that interaction with and Facebook groups and things like that. But I feel like those kind of connections are just for now, they're superficial because I haven't really developed you know, the kind of level of relationships you do get when you actually meet somebody or, you know, have made, I don't know, I, I haven't quite reached that level. I don't know, maybe the younger generation, they just take it for the norm and so they just jump ahead. And you're really the younger generation because you're so much younger than me, so you're still a baby, so. I'm much younger. I mean, there's a few years. Oh, I don't know. You're a lot younger than me, so, yeah, so. I'm an old soul. Oh, okay. <laughs> Okay. Well, you, you had a you had a good mom, so I give your mom props. So, she, she's a sweetheart. So, yeah, we'll keep her. We'll keep her for a little bit longer. But, anyways, um, that was it. That was my last question for you, and I really appreciate you answering honestly. I mean, a lot of the things you said, I feel like, you know, as somebody who is a visual artist or you you are involved in the arts, you kind of there's that kind of consistency, that stream of thought, like. Your answers, though, are different than my other art bestie, Crystal, but it there's that same kind of, there's some of that similarities in some of our viewpoints that, you know, I think is, and it ties us together because we're artists, I think. Mm -hmm. That's just what I'm getting. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe that's what, that's it. So, but yes, but thank you so much for participating in this. I am surprised it did work better than I thought. And so I'm going to just listen back to the audio quality and all that good stuff and but thank you again. I won't take up any more of your time. You're welcome. It was good to get a chance to talk with you. So. Okay. And um, I got you this time, too. So I know. Like, hey, yeah, definitely. So, but thank you very much, and uh, I'll let you go. All right. All right. Okay, bye. Yeah.